Let Lita take you on a journey of faith, life, travel, and interior design. Take your life out of the status quo. Status Life with Lita is brought to you by Status Home Design and the Shops at Status and by the Law Office of Derek M. Hayes at 404-777-HURT. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to Status Life with Lita on Business Radio X. I'm the host of the show, Derek Hayes. I'm here to introduce the star of our show, Miss Lita Brooks. Hello, Lita. Hello. I did say Lita, right? You're getting it right. Okay, good. I practiced last You're night. You're doing well. Well, <laughs> you need to practice my name. Yeah, to make sure I get it right. We're Instead engaged. of Lita, it's you Lita. You should know how to say it. Lita has been working as an interior designer for over 20 years. She's incredibly talented and has since branched out and opened multiple retail stores, an online marketplace, and is now blogging and podcasting full time. If that wasn't enough, Lita is a mother of two and devotes her time to teaching others how to achieve their goals and live life to the fullest. She sums it up best in her branded hashtag, Design Your Life. We are broadcasting live today from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. Status Life with Lita is brought to you by the law office of Derek M. Hayes. Injured in Georgia, make the right call to 404-777-HURT. Also sponsored by Shops at Status, your one-stop shop for all your home and gift needs, Indigo Stone Trading, a home reimagined, and the Status Market and Design. Wow, you're a busy lady. I know. That's a lot to go through there. I do say that a lot, and I hope everyone listening to the podcast is following my social media. I'm going to give it a plug, and here's why. You should. Uh, go to, it, it's the same handle as the name of the podcast, Status Life with Lita, and I'm really trying to make an effort to post more. I think I've been so focused on all those businesses that I haven't really been letting people inside my life, and... It's crazy because I'll literally post a picture of me looking at paint swatches and then I'm podcasting and then I'm watching my kid play golf and then I'm doing something else work related. It's like I am posting in real life, but it seems crazy. And I use the word busy a lot. If you follow my stories, I always say, I'm great, but I'm so busy. And I talked about that even in my stories last week. You put that little comma in that connotation, but I'm so busy. It puts a negative spin on it. I'm really trying to get away from that. I'm trying to say, I'm great. Why can't I leave it at that? I'm great, exclamation point, because I am. (laughs) But it's really eye-opening for me. I've been working with some brand consultants, some influencers, and just working on how to really tie all my businesses together and the status brand. And the number one thing they said is you have to post about you. You are fascinating. And that's fun and it kind of makes me blush, but I'm really, really putting it out there. And the feedback has been really interesting and fun. Yes, it um, has. Just to, to really keep up with how many different hats I'm wearing. And it's not even daily. It's almost hourly. Well, we could probably do a whole show about this whole thing. And we likely will later on about the blogging and the podcasting and all the the hashtagging and those things that I'm learning about from you. I will say this, not going to go too far down this road, but we were on vacation this last weekend. And daily, you were sitting there figuring out the photos, the, what to say, and, and 
doing stories. I got to, I got to do a f- Instagram story with you. Which you did. You stole my phone done. at one point well, too, which was really fun. Um, the trip we are going to unpack on this show. This is not a travel show, but the topic is going to be all about relationships. We are going to unpack the five love languages, but we're going to tie it into the trip and some of the things that we witnessed. Um, so hang with us because today's show is going to be absolutely awesome. Uh, but yes, when you were mentioning how much time it takes, it really is deceiving. Uh, finding, even if I post a, a quick little story, I got to hashtag the whole thing and I got to put the location and, you know, keeping the story going. Sometimes you just want to relax, mm-hmm. but even showing the relaxation is part of the story. If you're going to let people in, to me, it's all or nothing. If you don't really truly show what you're doing, then what's the point? Right. I want the authenticity. That's my biggest thing, too. You know, even if I'm having a bad day, I want to show that. Right. And one of the things you've learned in in researching the uh, the Instagram post, the Facebook post, all the social media stuff is that some folks actually have a full time staff. Yes. Doing. all Yes. And I don't I have staff running my retail businesses. Uh, I'm definitely looking. I would love a social media expert just to take some of this off my plate and help and help the growth. So I can do what I love, and that's to teach. That's to design. That Again, we talked about the hashtag in the intro, the design your life. That encompasses so much. And if I'm so bogged down with what's my post going to be, um, and, and I enjoy doing that right now, but it because of how time-consuming it is. The one thing I will, I want to set up the next show, with all this being said and putting yourself out there, we had our first little taste of negativity. Yes, we did. We had a troll. <laughs> and yes, yes. you know, technically and it's you. I don't want to take any credit for it. It's you. Oh, I had a troll. Yes. Okay. You said we. Yeah. I want to get the right. Oh, you're in this with me, pal. Yes. Okay. You put <laughs> yes. a ring on it. We had a troll. Um, so but I'm smiling about it. it. It's it didn't upset me. It didn't offend me. I do know who it was and you know I do I do have the context of where this came from but we are going to bring in uh she's an absolute phenomenal woman she is a powerhouse in what she does she has just written a book uh you're not for everyone and so on the next show we're going to do a live remote uh, at a charity event she's coming in as our guest and we're going to talk all about the negativity when you're putting yourself out there like this no matter what business you're in, if you're a podcaster, an influencer, a retail owner, let's say you're an author, I don't, maybe you just an work attorney. for a company, an attorney. Yes, yes, you've had a troll on your site. It's just, that just means it's a negative person who uh, would leave a bad review, would just sure, do something sure. negative, went on my social media, called me names yeah. um, that are very untrue. Right, right. And, uh, you know, it's meant to hurt We've talked about my thick skin mm-hmm. before. That's why it, it truly didn't. Um, and I can say that with a smile on my face. I didn't lose a lot of sleep over that. But it'll be a neat show to unpack. And, and since we brought it up, I will say this. The, the reason why I knew it was a troll on my social media, the, the bad review, is it was a name of someone that has never been a client, someone I've never even spoken to uh, that even called the office because we have a way of tracking the phone calls, the people we speak with, intakes, and clients, obviously. But I think they either intended to post about another law firm and accidentally hit my law firm, or it potentially was just somebody trying to create a bad review for my firm. Right. It with just, out of out of context. Sure. Yeah, it could have been a defendant. Someone who had never spoken to you. Yeah. I had sued before, oh, had a friend. Oh. 
you need to go on that attorney's uh, social media and sure. post a bad review Aww. simply because they were a defendant in the lawsuit. They'd caused a car wreck and I wound up having to file suit. And so that was the way to retaliate, if you want to call it that, is to post a bad review. And that's just, I go back to it all the time. It's, it says more about them. True. It says more about their character, um, what, you know, that someone will go. I mean, someone went, took the time to go on my page and, and call me names on my yes. page. Like, these yeah. are my supporters. These are people that love me. You're yeah. either following me because you like what I'm doing professionally or you know me personally. Right, right. And either way, it's, it's just interesting. It's like, how, how bad do you feel that that's what you have to do. Uh, that's for the next show. Yeah, yeah. We've we got to get to today. There's a lot to right. So it's a lot of fun. Go to my social media. Go to Instagram, which is where, really where I'm pumping most of the content right now. Um, I'm videoing today. This is going to go up on YouTube. We're getting ready for a YouTube channel uh, to be posting more of the videos. Um, but but that's all next. And like I said, looking for help. So All right. So let's talk about today. Dun, 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 the dun. five love languages. Okay. Well, first of all, give credit where credit's due. Who wrote the book? Gary Chapman wrote a number one New York Times bestseller. And I've heard about this book all the time, right? How many sure, times I have think you everybody heard probably has. the love languages, the love languages? I had never unpacked them. And I think since you and I have been dating, we've brought it up a few times. Sure. Hey, wouldn't that be fun to read? What are yours? What are mine? I'm holding it and blocking the camera from my people. But the timing is everything, is what I'm trying sure. to spit out. And Okay, let's go back and set the story up a little bit to where today's topic came from. Let's talk about the trip, mm -hmm. but specific, we're not going to talk all about Sandal South Coast, even though it was amazing. <laughs> we could do a whole podcast on travel, yes. and we could unpack that later. Let's go to specifically what we saw about other couples on the trip that made us want to talk about this. All right. Well, I will set the scene and then I'll let you kind of go from there. Yes. So as she said, it was Sandal South Coast. Beautiful, beautiful beach. In fact, it's roughly two miles of, of incredible beachfront that the entire resort encompasses. So they have all kinds of um, platforms, I guess you would call it, set out over the water where you, you have a, uh, a walkway that leads out to a little area where you can sit, look at the stars at night. But they also put up tables for candlelit dinners. Uh, they also have areas on the beach where they put up tables where a butler serves you or a waiter or waitress serves. And you have a romantic, very nice dinner. Uh, all the restaurants there were incredible. It wasn't packed at all. So we were able to not only you know, have our quiet time, but we could see other tables that were around us and observe things that I know we're going to talk about. So yeah. now you go from there. Talk about some of the things we saw. Okay, so you set the scene. You really sound like you should be doing an audio book or something. I mean, you just set I that scene with that radio voice. Um, <laughs> it was a nice, beautiful sunset. This is how Derek tells stories, guys. That's why he's on the show. Um, all right, let me back shore. up just a hair. So we've been together almost three and a half years. And we have said uh, at different times in our relationship, it's not a constant theme, but we've gone out to dinner and you and I are both extremely, I'm going to use your word, we're extremely verbose, yes. right? Oh, absolutely. Is that the right word? Yeah, I have to okay. raise my hand to get a word in every word. now and No, then. that is not true. But we, <laughs> the way we are talking on this podcast, if you were a fly on the wall sitting, whether we're in our home having dinner, driving you know, in the car, driving in the car, we talk like this. We talked the whole way here and it took us over an and hour we were to in two get separate here. Cars. I know that's all the, way the here, point. We were on the phone the entire time. Okay. So this is a very strong relationship trait that Derek and I both have. Not one of us is quiet. 
we're both very outgoing people, but that connection and being able to talk to each other is something that flows very natural for us. So watching in our relationship, I'm backing up a hair from Sandals. We have said before, I hope we're never one of those couples that goes out to dinner and has nothing to say. I hope we're not waiting on our food and I'm on my phone and you're on your phone. And we'll consciously say, if I'm checking something, hey, put your phone down, my time, yeah, my yeah. time. And um, that's one of my love languages, by the way. <laughs> I did realize that. But uh, okay, so, so let's skip a little bit forward. So we have noticed this, right? That we have something in our dynamic that's a little bit different from other couples. Not everyone talks as much no. as we talk and and we both talk sometimes just the wife is a little more chatty mm -hmm. and the husband is a little more reserved that's fine we know those couples could be a personality trait so we're at sandals and there is a couple now i have to stress this is couples there was a couple of weddings that had some singles yeah and there were and some honeymoons there, I, there were probably uh, several honeymoons there well, yeah, that's what I mean. The couples. I'm talking right. about, there's not a lot of singles. Oh, okay. I gotcha. There's okay. not, there was a couple of young guys. And I said, I felt bad for those guys. <laughs> right. That if you think you're going to go to Jamaica and go to a Sandals and try to pick up chicks, it's not. Gonna there's happen. no way. Everyone is coupled up. That is why you go there. Lots of honeymoons, baby moons. We were celebrating our engagement. Lots of birthdays, wedding anniversaries. Um, so again, it's a celebratory. That's why you go to Sandals. No kids, all adults, all reconnect. Couples. Yeah. All right. So we're watching this couple on the beach, and what caught my eye was they had spent extra money. The dinner that Derek just set up that was not included. No, that's, that was very two or three hundred dollars yes. more. I think to do two or three hundred dollars more with a bottle of wine. Yeah, right, right. They uh, above looked, and beyond the all-inclusive meal that we were eating, which correct. was. They looked so uncomfortable. He had that knee shake where his knee was bouncing <laughs> up and down. Couldn't look at her. He was looking all over, kind of taking awkward sips of his drink. She was just quiet. She had her hands in her lap, just sort of looking up around the sky. I felt bad for them. I mean, my heart, I thought, how could you? Oh, I don't want to say it like that. That sounds really harsh. And I, I don't mean how could you be with someone. I meant how... Do you find yourself in a relationship where you have nothing to say? Yeah. You have, you've come all the way to Jamaica. You've paid the extra money for the extra <laughs> romantic experience. The view's still the same. And there. you look so uncomfortable. It, it hurts my heart. So we made notice of that. And I said, we've got to talk about this on the show. And I had yeah. the book with me. I took the love languages to read and, and to get ready for the show while we were there. So we go to dinner that night, a beautiful outdoor restaurant, basically the same scene as the extra money because sure. we're just on the shore and they're out over the <laughs> right. pier. But it's the same view. Yes. Ours yes. is included. Theirs isn't. Whatever. Yeah. So we're looking around the restaurant as you and I are just talk, 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 talk. We're laughing. Mm -hmm. It was just, we have this great dynamic. Nobody else was talking. Every other couple, there was, there was a the two couples, there was a table of four and the couples were talking, right? Correct. They had great conversation, but there were four of them. All the tables of two were perfectly silent. And I understand some of you are going to go, yeah, but that's when I relax. I get that. But is that your, is it relaxing or is that just you fundamentally don't have anything to say? Some level of boredom. Boredom. Just yeah. uncomfortable. Maybe it's vulnerability. You don't want to share. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. 
So let I got to say one more relationship thing about us, and I'm going to set it up for you to talk about, which okay. is the questions. This was really important to you, right? Yes. You want to yes. talk about it now? Well, I'll tell you what. Let's take a quick break. Oh, okay. We'll take a quick break real quick. It's a good time because we're about to switch <laughs> exactly. subjects. Then we're going to unpack the book. We, can go, we will go a lot deeper into that, but let's take a quick break. We we'll be right back. Hey, hey, Lita here popping in real quick. Are you interested in changing your space and have no idea where to begin? Do you have a real trouble spot in your home and you are at a loss for what to do? Don't fret or fear. Even though I'm located in Georgia, we can still do a virtual design consultation. I have helped hundreds of people this way. Here's what you do. Go to my website, www.statuslifewithlita.com and click virtual consults. You can look at the different packages and pricing and even book time with me right from the website. We can put together a color palette, decide on which furniture stays or goes, or even pull together a mood board for your home accents and furniture that might be needed to complete your space. I book time, not by the room. You could essentially have me to consult on your whole home. Again, go to my website, www.statuslifewithlita.com and click virtual consults. Book away. Well, now that we're back, I'll go ahead and pick up from where we left off. You asked me the question, uh, or at least set it up for me to, to talk about what we did on one of our first dates. Well, to, you have brought this up so many times. Yeah, so I thought it was, it was a, a really idea. interesting tip before we start unpacking the book. I will say this. We didn't need it to make conversation, no. but it absolutely spurred the conversation along. So we're on really our first date date, I guess you could call it. I picked her up. We went to uh, lunch. Then we went to date a, date. This was our first date. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was oh. our first date date. Yeah. Well, we had seen it. We had met each other at a golf tournament. We'd been around each other. I went to a, uh, a craft, fest, craft festival where you had a booth set up and we chatted. But this was the first time just you and I had gone on a date together. Got it. That's date, what I mean. Date date. Date date. Right. So we, uh, we went to lunch. Then we went to a winery and we're doing the wine tasting, which would probably last about an hour for most people. For us, it was probably three and a half maybe even close to four hours. And part of that was because you had a whole list of questions that you pulled up on your phone, very, very deep thought questions. And you would read one and then I would answer it and you would answer it. And then you'd read the next one and you would go first and you would answer it. Then I would answer it. It had anything and everything to do with our thoughts, our beliefs, our history to some extent. And it was an incredible way to break the ice, get to know each other. And, Again, we didn't need it to make conversation, but it was one of those moments where, like you said, I've talked about it a lot because at times when we seen, we've seen these couples sitting at dinner together on a date with nothing to talk about, you, you kind of want to go over there and say, hey, I have an idea. Why don't you pull up some questions? You two talk about it and help them kind of spur it along like, like we did that night. It was fab. We do it all the time. Yeah, and we, I was going to say this time we, do. we were at Sandals, we were sitting in a bar and, and having drinks and over drinks, you pulled up another list of questions. Because there's tons. You can just Google that, relationship yeah. questions. But I think they're fun. Yeah, and now if, that I we've mean, been together for over three, almost three and a half years, I can already predict what I think your answers are going to be. And, and sometimes I will think, oh, this is what she's going to say. Yeah, I mean, it's not, what's but, your favorite color? Do you have any tattoos? I mean, not, yeah. not there are get-to-know-you questions. Sure. And then there are deep, where do you see yourself in five years? You right, know, right. Blah, blah. I mean, it's just, just fun stuff. But even still, like I said, I, I can kind of predict what I think your answers are going to be. 
but sometimes there are curveballs. Right. Well, I, I didn't think you'd say that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. All right, let's dig into the love languages. So I'm going to start by unpacking what they are. All right, this is my interpretation. So this, I'm going to read the five of them, but let me just give a little kind of preface of the book. So this is... How do I explain? So Gary, I believe he is a clinical psychologist and he starts doing a ton of research into couples and the high divorce rate and finding out and really being able to unpack what it is that your partner needs to make them feel valued. And we all love differently. My concept of love is going to be different from somebody else's. How I show love, how I feel love, how I accept love, right? how and I appreciate correct. love. It's and going to be different from someone else. The way he shows it may not be my love language. It may not be received by me. Mine may be completely different. Before we go too far, read them. Okay. Set up, set up the five. Okay. So the five different love languages. Number one, words of affirmation speaks for itself. Oh, you're so pretty today. Oh. Number two, <laughs> quality time. Number three, receiving gifts. Now that does not always, and I learned this by reading the book. Again, if you're not a reader and this is the podcast for you, a lot of people mm-hmm. are like, oh, I want to know, but I, I don't really want to read all this. We got you. Yeah, this the, is the Cliff Notes version. The key word okay? there is receiving gifts, not giving gifts, but receiving. Receiving, absolutely. Do you feel loved by receiving gifts? Correct. Is that what it means? Yes. Okay. So, but they can be free. It can be one flower that you Mm -hmm. picked off the side of the road on the way home. It can be a handwritten note. It does not, we're saying gifts. It does not mean you have to go out and buy a piece of jewelry all the time. It just means maybe you picked up dinner. um, That kind of thing. All right. D, uh, I'm sorry. This is number four. I'm going to break out the letters. I said letter D. Uh, Acts of service. That would be making dinner. Before, you know, for your spouse or your loved one, anything. Yes. Uh, No, back rubs goes into number five, physical (laughs) touch. That's right. Okay. Words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, physical touch. Now, the book does go into these a whole lot more, obviously. But one thing I want to say, a statistic that he wrote in the book that I found was very interesting Second marriages have an even higher rate of divorce than first marriages. Third marriages have an even higher rate in fourth and fifth. So let's say you and I have both been divorced. Mm -hmm. It's no secret. We're coming together. We're engaged. This is our second marriage. I naturally think, okay, I found the one, right? You think you're going to do it again. This time it's forever. But statistically, we have a less chance of survival than we did the first time. It's kind of sad, (laughs) but we talk too much. So, and we've unpacked this book. So I think we have a good start. Okay. Now, so in the back of the book, there is a quiz. So you can read all the chapters. It's a relatively quick read. I don't know if I'm, I am an insanely fast reader. Yeah, you are, but still it's Um, quick. I do have that as a gift of mine. I can speed read. But in the back, if you want to skip all the way to the cheat, there is a quiz at the back that really unpacks. So you score and you tally up your score. Now you can have more than one of the love languages as a tie. You can have two of them that are equally as important to you. I made you take the quiz, and I actually yes. don't know. I could guess your love languages, uh-huh. but I have not seen your answers. I don't. I well, don't know. You have them in your hand right now, so you I'm looking at mine. 
These are mine. Yeah, and mine are right underneath yours. Do you know what mine are? Only because I saw the book last night. Oh, you cheated. Well, you gave me the book to to do the test. Okay, so so I I want to read just a couple of the questions. Okay. Okay? This is well. to, to before you do the questions, what? the way the way you do the test, it'll give you two examples. Okay. And you pick which one of those you're more likely to do, or that you think is is the more important of the two. Is a good way to put it, right? Correct. So it's a list of thirty questions, thirty sets of two things, and you pick the one that is most important to you. And so ultimately, you have thirty answers. Right. So it's not A, B, C, D, and E. For example, I'm looking at this one and it's just B and C. So you pick between the two and the next one is A and D and you pick between the two and then you count up how many letter B's, how many letter D's, how many letter A's and those are connected where I said um, those are connected to the one through five of the love languages. Okay. So give an example of two that you would read together. Okay. I get the chance to just hang out with him. This is for her. So this mm-hmm. is the one I'm answering. I get a chance to just hang out with him or I unexpectedly get small gifts from him. Do you know which one I picked? Oh, hang out. Hang out. Always. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that connected to letter B. Next one. I hear him tell me I'm proud of you. He helps me with a task. For you, I would say he helps me with, with a task. Yes. I don't need him to tell me anything. Like <laughs> <laughs> Even though I talk all the time, she doesn't need me to tell her anything. I know. I like to talk. <laughs> listen. She doesn't like to listen. All right. Can I just jump to the back? <laughs> so are you gathering which one is not my top is words of affirmation? Yes, I, I knew that. Words of affirmation actually makes me extremely uncomfortable. And... <laughs> Give my, my favorite statement when you get going a little too much. So I'll, I'll throw out, I love you, or you're gorgeous today, or just something very sweet, <laughs> and I'll get, all right, take it down a notch. Always like, That's your okay. favorite. All right, take it down a notch. Take it down. Okay. Take it down for me. I've I'm been ch- called a Hallmark card. <laughs> I mean, go he through the list. Is, I, and I'm curious if words of affirmation is because I don't speak like that. I'm not very <laughs> sappy. I'm a little more cut and dry. Um, I'm very blunt. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't know. It. I don't know. Words of affirmation almost makes me cringe. <laughs> and so when I scored my test, I got a zero. That's how little. That does not that surprise I me. I get how little I like words of affirmation. Okay, I'm going to read a couple more because I think this is funny. Okay, I hear praise from him, or he gives me something that shows he really he was really thinking about me. That one's a tough one. I would say he gives me something that shows he's really thinking about. Yes, I did pick that, but this is one I ha- I literally had to think about this. Well, that's for, why I said it's a tough both one. Both of those things make me uncomfortable. Right, right. So the, that is not my love language, clearly, right. right? So I hope that people listening to this are nodding, going, it's not mine, it's not mine, uh-huh. or yes, that's exactly what I want. Um, but this is how you unpack it. And I find this absolutely fascinating because it's so simple and mm-hmm. when you know your partner and you know exactly what's going to encourage them and make them feel special, just by unpacking this very simple quiz, you can change your entire relationship. The stories in this book were so compelling. And there was a fin- uh, fantastic story about a couple. And Gary, the author of the book, he was coaching, doing marriage counseling with them. And he thought that words of affirmation was what they both needed. And he 
talks to the husband. You need to do this. You know, once every so often. Tell her how pretty she is. Give her these her compliments. Her, and she he, he counsels the wife separately. You need to start encouraging him. You need to build him up. If he takes the trash out, just compliment him. And he's, he's really breaking through that resentment that had built up. So he checks in three months later. The husband's on cloud nine. He thinks their relationship is better than it's ever been because she <laughs> because was she's encouraging saying these wonderful him. Things to him. She was not. She thought that they had not made any forward motion. She saw a change in his behavior, but she internally did not feel any better. And then Gary realized that's not her love language. She needed uh, the time. second one. Hers is quality time. She was pleading with him to spend less time working and more time with her and the kids. And he had actually given her the wrong advice. And, and what his love language was, wasn't serving her at all. She was still ready to leave. So then he counsels the husband and says, this is what she's craving. This is what she's saying. And then he comes back full circle. And 20, yeah, 20 years later, they weathered the storm. They're empty nesters, happier than they've ever been. Uh, they figured out each other's love languages mm-hmm. and went the distance. So he's I spending, love that. He's spending time with her and she's telling him how much she appreciates him. Yeah, and they, that's what and they needed. Right. That is what they needed. All right, got to unpack yours here. So I'm going to flip in the pages so, of the book. Where's Derek's love language? It's just before the, the, the his is just before the hers okay, test. Okay, okay. In the, uh, the back. But Where's your answers? I circled them. Did you calculate? Yes, I did. I told you it's right underneath. When you go to the, the tabulation page, my numbers are right beneath oh, yours. Oh, 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 oh. I was already looking at it. Yeah, okay. it was right there in front All of me. All right. You have two here that are almost neck and neck. Yes. Derek scored an 11 on physical touch. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. I probably should have guessed at these, but we're running short on time, so I'm just going to read them. I absolutely would say that about you. And I will say from the book and from knowing you, this doesn't always necessarily mean real physical intimate connection. This is hand-holding. This is sitting close to each other. This is putting your arm around someone in a movie. Physical touch is any kind of physical connection. Um, But I will say, as much as we talk, if you are on the outside watching us, somebody at that Sandals Resort, I'm sure, nudged their partner and said, do they ever not hold hands? Yeah, I mean, you and I, even at a table, whether we're walking, no matter, even in the airport, we Mm -hmm. were in security. I don't know why. We are very, very, very connected in that way. So how did you score on the physical touch? That was number three for me. So my first one, we didn't unpack mine. We said what I didn't like. No, and that's why I asked. Oh, but we didn't say what my number one. Okay, so my number one was quality time. I would agree with that. Love, love, love it. I don't need to be praised. I just want you. That's it. Come home, make dinner, watch TV, hang out, paint a room. I don't, do not care what we're doing. I just want to hang out all the time. How many Fridays do I say, can I, will you take off today? Can, can, will you <laughs> yes. play hooky? Come on, it's Friday. Come home. I say Come it home. every Friday at four o'clock. Let's go. Come on. I just want to <laughs> hang out all the time. Uh, my second one was acts of service. Uh-huh. Love it. Love it. That's just, it, it means so much And to that me. means me doing service things for you. Yes. Right. Yes, absolutely. But just, we needed groceries and I couldn't get to the store last night. Had a sick kid. You did the grocery run. Take mm-hmm. it off my plate. Appreciate it. The sink is full of dishes. Just grabbing those. At little things, helping. Uh, it means so much. But then there's big things too. Mm-hmm. Um, everything. You know, it, it just... 
acts of service in its entirety. Uh, my third was physical touch. Very mm-hmm. important. And I think I've, I wasn't physical touch until you and I got together. Because I was, again, the, the uh, words of affirmation, the gifts, the touch. I, I'm a little colder <laughs> than you. I had some walls built up. So I think that one took a long time for me to get used to. But now I love it. I love, love, love it. Um, okay. So back to Derek. Number one for Derek is physical touch. Number two, quality time. So we're neck and neck. We just had them reversed. Uh Look how compatible we are. But if you think about it, though, I mean, that's uh, because I don't want gifts. I I don't find gifts as being a way that that I feel loved. I feel loved with that time and that physical touch and being together. I will say this is getting a little personal here. In the beginning of our relationship, you know, I was, I am still, we're not, you know, married or anything. I'm a single mom and a small business owner and money was tight. And how do you, you know, get someone, A, you're newly dating, but, um, you know, just my, my money needs to go to my kids and their Christmas and that kind of things. And I would take pictures and frame them. And I even got a journal. Remember the couple yes. book that I did? I mean, you would have thought that I just gave Derek a Rolex by just giving him a family picture and mm-hmm. some cute frames and a love frame. And I saved all the flowers you'd given me. And just it, it was so meaningful. And just the look on your face was yeah. priceless. So you have all that stuff all I over your do. room and your bathroom. And so, again, it doesn't have to be... Um, you know, where, where right, I had to go out store, and right. get you some designer clothes, and it, it wasn't anything about that. It was, this is going to be more meaningful, and and so that's the receiving gifts. But that's my point. That's holidays, and and um, that's just a little snippet. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to find something for your man, and you don't want to spend a ton of money. <laughs> so just, physical touch, then acts of service. Yes. Uh, your next three are all pretty neck and neck. Mm-hmm. Low, though. So those were the two high ones. That was an 11 and a 10. And then it drops all the way down to four at words of affirmation. Then it's a three with acts of service. And then it's only a two with receiving gifts. So mm-hmm. so that's good. So we are very, very neck and neck. My words of affirmation was a zero. I mentioned <laughs> that. I don't care anything about that. And in fact, don't do it because it makes me very uncomfortable. Uh, so I had um, <laughs> C, receiving gifts was only a three. And I will say you're very over the top with that. I was getting a lot of flowers. I had to tell. I was like, please stop sending flowers to work. It's getting a bit much. Yeah, you, you so did I say did. that. I did. I'm like, uh-uh. We're, we're fine. They die. Like, <laughs> take, I, but I would rather have, I would rather go to dinner. I'm, I would rather right. have the money on flowers and, or, and then go share a nice meal. I like the memory. I like the wine. I like sitting on a patio. I like you. And that's, I, I care much more about that. So very interesting, mm-hmm. right? I, so it was a did you expect book. those to be the... Uh, I guess the love languages for me. Yes, absolutely. Did you think the words of affirmation would be higher or about where it is? I would have thought it would have been higher, at least a six or a seven. Well, I guess um, maybe I'm wrong, but I think a lot of ladies would have put words of affirmation a lot higher. I know you had it zero. I think a lot of ladies um, might want to hear I love you more frequently or how beautiful they look. Um, you know, things like that, that I think even words of affirmation reference things like a text in the middle of the day, just I'm, I love you. I'm thinking about you kind of thing. Yeah, I get that. It's just not me. No, it's not. No, I don't, you know, 
I don't need any of that. I redirected so. that part of my right. <laughs> It's totally fine. And what popped in my head when you said that, let's go back. Was it, when did we talk about self-esteem and indecisiveness? When did I unpack that story about uh, myself? It's been a few shows ago. Um, yeah, because I did design trends on the last uh-huh. show. So it was two shows ago. Okay. So I'm just going to give a quick plug back to that other show because I think this is where it comes from. I can, you know, I have, uh, I can really look at myself and know I did a lot of work when I was a a young girl, when I was a young teenager, I unpacked the whole story. I did a lot of self-esteem work. And when you have real strong self-esteem, you don't necessarily need all that affirmation. You know who you are. You know that you're worthy of love. You know that you're a good partner. You know that you're strong. And I talk, you know, it's my suit of armor. It kind of makes me unbreakable. But I think because I love myself and I have so much self-worth and I take care of myself, we've talked about self-care and other shows, all of this ties together, right? Every mm-hmm. single one of these shows, you can literally go from one to the next and unpack another thing. It's really interesting. We're talking about the love languages, but yet I started that work and that knowing as a young girl. And, and so maybe some people that need words of affirmation, maybe that's what's lacking, could be you know and a lot I, I was doing some research and I was on Pinterest uh, finding some graphics and there was one that said um, this was really interesting the your top love languages are what you did not receive as a child huh Isn't that neat as a concept and so yeah, yeah, I yeah. can look at that and say but I filled that cup I filled that self-esteem cup for myself mm-hmm. as a child and it's not something I'm lacking as an adult um, quality time is, I don't know if that's a relationship thing. My parents yeah. were very present in my life, so I, I can't say that right, I was right. missing I'm, time. I'm thinking the same thing too Yeah, for me. Um, but anyway, so it's just very interesting. So, but the fact that the two of us have the same two as our top ones and they're neck and neck, yeah. uh, as far as points are concerned for you and for me, uh, that's what creates the compatibility between the two of us. Correct. Absolutely. Because what I feel is a love language is also what you feel is a love language. Then that's just a bonus to us. And it, the book does explain you can have the exact same love language as your partner. Sure. And you can have different. And as long as you know what, what the love is. languages are, uh, you can speak to that. You can act on that. Mm-hmm. And you can really support your partner in that way. And, you know, Gary in the book says, and then watch it grow. Really, right. truly right. watch your partner change if you're you're going after that love language on a, a daily, weekly basis. So if your words of affirmation had been anything other than a zero, <laughs> <laughs> I'd need to pick up my, you look beautiful today, game. Uh, and I, I'm really not trying to be arrogant about that. <laughs> you know, I, I think it's a quality that I hope that people listening will grab onto and say, I, I you know, maybe it's admiration and maybe it's how can I, I wish I had that how did she do it? And right, then, right. you know, and I scored that as a four. Was you had a you four. F, words Yours of is zero. Mine's four. Yeah. So, so you need a little bit more of that. That's number three for you on your list. Well, One, I'm, two, three. I'm waiting. So, I'm waiting. Oh, it's so hard. <laughs> we did this couple's massage real quick story and they did this little <laughs> ceremony and they, we had to do the candle and the wax and they were going to use the wax and the massage. And they're like, now say something sweet. And I just looked at him and I was like, I'm not that sweet. I mean, right. I did not well, know no, what no, no. to the lady, say. The lady I was said, so embarrassed. The lady looked at me and said, sir, you go first. And so I spoke. For oh, he was like gushing with 35, all 35, 40 stuff. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, 
With a bunch of, okay, take it down a notch. I did. Okay, take it down a notch. Oh, I can't. And then the, she looked at you, ma'am, and mine wasn't 30 or 45 minutes. It was, what, minute, a couple was, of minutes? But he was just beaming and yeah, glowing. Yeah, I was, and, I was and and it was go. my turn, and I was like, get me out of yeah. here. I <laughs> the can't. Lady, the lady said, ma'am, and she truly did say <laughs> verbatim, I'm not that nice. <laughs> can't do it oh i don't thank god vows are written and i don't have to make up my own because i don't know what would come out of my mouth if we have to stand at an altar and uh, not just verbatim well according to love languages you'd say i really look forward to holding your hand and spending time with you this afternoon there you go that's i'm gonna hold your hand for the rest of my life so anyway well tell us one more time how everybody can find you Absolutely. And please, please, please find me. If you can go to the podcast, Status Life with Lita, uh, subscribe, love some five-star reviews, give me some comments. Go to my website, statuslifewithlita.com. There is a comment connection there. Send me some questions. Those are my favorite shows to do when I get listener questions. I I can build whole shows around topics that you guys want to hear more of. Uh, email statuslifewithlita at gmail.com. And the most fun and the one that I'm really spending my time and energy right now is Instagram. I'm doing tons of stories. Please go there and give me a like, send me some love, and let me hear from you. Status Life with Lita. Well, thank you again very much for joining us on Status Life with Lita, presented by the law office of Derek M. Hayes, the shops at Status, Indigo Stone Trading, A Home Reimagined, and the Status Market and Design. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss any upcoming shows. This program and all the other shows are available in your favorite podcast apps. You can always enjoy any of our episodes anytime by visiting businessradiox.com, selecting the Gwinnett Studio, and then clicking on Status Life with Lita. Until next time, for Lita Brooks, I'm Derek Hayes, and you're listening to Status Life with Lita on Business Radio X.